Philly sports, love and pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. I have COVID. And so do I. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> welcome. It's the COVID episode. Welcome to a special Rona episode of the Philly sports, love and pain podcast. Yes, it is true. Uh, I found out today that I have the Rona. Uh, Kenny, I don't know. When when did you find out you had it? Yeah, it was today. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, Merry, Merry Christmas, you filthy fucking animal. We have... I was going to ruin my birthday. We have the New run. Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve is dead. It's dead. I have a Flyers game on the 6th. If I pass quarantine, I might be able to go. Ooh, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Real tight. <laughs> that game's on the 6th. Yeah, that's... uh, Man, the corona does not rest for anyone. It's coming for you. Nah. And by the way, well, any anybody thinking that we're fucking conspiracy theorists over here, we're both fucking vaccinated. So everybody, calm the fuck down. We are. I was going for my booster tomorrow. Oh, that's brutal. That's tell me about. It. I'm not gonna wait another four fucking weeks. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait now. That's ridiculous. Oh man, that's that's awful. But yeah, so hey, we're here, and um, we we are still doing this podcast. It's our normal night, and um. We're going to rock this. So, so yeah, we had a great, I was at the game again Sunday. Uh, yeah. I, did I have Corona? I don't fucking know. I, nobody knows. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I, I did wear a mask, you know, when I was like around people, but you know, Hey, I do what I can. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? yeah exactly. So, uh, you know, we had, we had another birds dub on, on Sunday. It was, um, but dude, Oh, they gotta Shaky. they gotta stop they gotta stop this this uh this slow out of the gate thing because I said something to you and Joe last week I was like I don't think it's a big deal that they're playing bad teams as long as they're on point well they're not fucking coming out of the gate on point they're not no and you know usually it's like someone argue yeah it's like <laughs> they're playing really bad football in the first quarter <laughs> you could you could make that argument I think that that would stand up um. Yeah, like they need to, they like they can't get out of their own way uh, in the first quarter. It's like really brutal. And then this week, it, it kind of carried over into the second quarter a little bit. And um, you know, shoot, the stadium was fucking on fire. There were people were so pissed off. The Minshew chants were a plenty, especially in the second quarter, which I was not a part of. I will let you know. Um. Well. Yeah. I- I, I don't know. I, can he couldn't possibly ever play as bad as that first Giants game, right? Four quarters are just absolute terrible dog shit. And I feel like we hold on. The dogs are out of control. Give me one second. The dogs got the Rona. They got the Rona juice. I heard. I heard a little yap yap over there. I think that was Rado. Rado. They're fucking eating clean socks and shit. Rado. By oh. the way, fresh out. Fresh out the jail. Dude, we've had a fucking week. You got a week, man. Rado got away, gets arrested. You know, Kenny <laughs> Kenny's over there like a father picking up his son from the jail. That 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 was a they're like, hey, we have this uh pit bull. I'm like, Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> son in uh, a fucking rat terrier piece of shit. <laughs> oh man. Um uh yeah, so what was I saying? I don't uh I think you were talking about uh, how really Hertz was so bad in that one game against the Giants. Like, there's no real way he could like 
be any worse oh, yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, you can't, I mean, it, it wasn't even as bad as any of those four quarters. He just was not on point. He wasn't sharp. The fumble, I mean, the fumbling is a concern. Like, and I hear a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, it's great to have the added dimension of Hertz being able to run and do all that fun stuff. But he also has to hold on to the ball. I mean, I understand where the value is in that I, I have eyeballs. I can see it. It passes the test, but you have to hold on to the ball. I mean, that's a concern. Most of the time, I guess he's getting it back, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't, he one. doesn't, yeah, he doesn't lose a lot of fumbles, which is good, but uh, it's starting to, it's starting like, it's a big thing that people were pissed off about Carson Wentz doing right. Was the, Correct. was the fumbling and, and the carrying the ball low and, you know, extending plays and trying to make something happen. Now, listen, Hertz has more ability there because he can run faster. <laughs> so he can, hundred percent. Yeah, he can extend a play longer. He can make something happen a little bit more than Carson could with his legs. Um, but the fumbling it just has to be something that they got to be aware of. And I'm obviously, I'm sure they are aware of it. You know, but there's no way that they're not like talking that or taking that into consideration. Yeah, as bad as he looked, as bad as he looked for the first quarter, though. And the second quarter was like figuring it back out around and then halftime adjustments. And he looked, whew, man, <laughs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> he looked, uh, he looked really good, man. He had some good darts that Smith, that uh touchdown pass to Smith where they reviewed it. They called it not a touchdown, called it a touchdown and then reviewed it again for the fifth time. Yeah. That was a dime pass. And then you on the other side, you have the, the walk in throw, which so the Watkins, the Watkins made the right. Play. Yeah. So, so Hertz had a couple really nice, really nice throws. The one the, you talked about the touchdown to, to Smith, but he also had a really nice deep ball to Smith where, uh, you know, he kind of put it to a spot. Smith had, I mean, he had that guy beat by three or four steps, uh, but he put it to a spot where, where Smith could track it a little inside. And um and Smith did a really nice job checking that ball. Last week he had issues with that, but this week he made a good that was a nice that was a nice catch by Smith. Nice track. And the Quez ball. So that throw to me, when I when when I look at that throw, I'm like, it was probably ninety percent pretty good. But if he would have hit that for that extra ten percent and hit him on stride, man, whew, that's a touchdown. That would have been uh yeah, easily. No, that's no a, that's a walk in about that. Yeah. I'm not I don't want to, I don't really want to blast this team. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. I don't really want to blast this team. I, I, they're doing the things that they need to do to win games. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't matter how perfect it is. Did you win? Did other things go your way? Which in case anyone doesn't know, there are uh, four, four things for them to clinch the playoffs. One of them hit yesterday, which is the saints lose to Miami. So now they just have to beat Washington. The 49ers have to beat the Texans because it has to do all with this like tiebreaker bullshit. Right. And then the Vikings, the Vikings need to lose to the Packers next Sunday night or this Sunday night at this point. Right. Which the one I was worried about was the Saints lose to Miami. So with that one out of the way, they easily can beat this Washington team. You would hope that the Niners can cover a 12 and a half spread against the Texans. You would hope. And you never know what you're going to get with Green Bay, but they're trying to get the they're trying to get the buy for Aaron Rodgers' foot, who said he was feeling better, and now he got stepped on again. So 
that's having issues with the foot. They need to the buy. They need to the buy more than any other team in the NFC, honestly. Right. And they're going to, they want to make that run and they're going to really play hard for that buy. They, I mean, as anyone would, you know, that's, that's like had, that has a chance to get it, but the Packers, the Packers know they need it with, with the aging Aaron Rodgers. Let's be honest. I know he's not like as old as Tom Brady, but he's old, you know, he's, he's up there. So they're going to want to get that by and um, things tend to take longer to heal when you're, when you get to it, to that age. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, the Phil, the, the, the Eagles find themselves in a really interesting position going into this weekend because they can possibly come out of this weekend with a fucking playoff position, which is incredible. And if you look at the, if you look at the, the playoff sheet, is that what I'm calling this right now? A playoff sheet. If you look at this thing, right? Hold on. I got to find it again. I lost it. Yeah. Okay. What? It doesn't matter who number one, the one seed is. It looks like it's going to be the Packers if they do everything right. Does six or seven really matter? I mean, I guess you get the Cowboys or you get the Rams. I'd rather play the Cowboys. I think. Um, yeah, I would too. I would too. So I guess what my philosophy there is what I'm trying to say is if you win this week, you can kind of, you know, kind of cruise into the Cowboys week and kind of just decide how you want to play that game out. Yeah. You know? So like we were talking about before, we were talking about the Cowboys maybe having a, a leg up on us in the playoff game because the Eagles would have to play hard and win that game in week Correct. Uh, what is it? 18. That's a weird saying that, but week 18. <laughs> um, so ne- but now if, if things go the way that it seems like they're going to go, the Eagles can also rest players in week 18. And that game doesn't mean shit to either team. Um, and, and then they meet up again in week one of the playoffs. Maybe the, the question I'd have for you though, and I'm just kind of, mind you, I'm working this out inside my head yeah. as we talk. Yeah. Who do you rest? If you're the Eagles, maybe, the, maybe the defensive side. Cause you, you really need hurts to play. Unfortunately, you just, just any rep is better than no rep. If you ask me, it's a good question. I think, I think you need hurts to play a half. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think he needs to play the whole game. Uh, as far as like the other positions, you know, like I would do like any of the, um, like Lane Johnson, anybody who has any remotely close to an injury on the offensive line, like rest them, yeah. um, you know, at least after, at least after the first half, uh, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't play Cox. That's for sure. I wouldn't play Rodney McLeod. Right. So the guys, the older guys play. that you have on your D um, and, and again, anyone who has remotely any kind of injury, like you either don't play or you don't play a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard though. You're right. Cause when you go, when you go half ass is when guys get hurt. So hundred percent, you know, that's like the age old thing. It's comical to me that like, honestly, we're, we're, we're even talking about the playoffs, right? Cause that did not seem it fucking possible. blows my mind to be honest. I mean, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, I remember, I, I remember being like back weeks and weeks and weeks ago, 
I remember saying, telling you that I hope that they lose on purpose. Yep. I meant it. Like yeah. I meant, I meant it. I wanted them to lose because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't see value, I guess, in like the reason of winning <laughs> because I, because I know that they're going to, if, if they made the playoffs, this was my thinking like weeks and weeks ago that, you know, they're going to get what they're going to, they're going to play one game and then their draft pick's going to be worse. But I thought more about it. And after watching this team play for weeks and weeks, I really think that the experience of playing in the playoffs is going to be fucking huge if they if they can oh, actually make this happen. It's going to matter big time. Yeah, I I think I think also when all this the conversation. Sorry, I'm trying to find that fucking sheet that said about the uh, the best teams in the NFL. I think it was in the last like eight weeks or something like that. It was it was the Chiefs, Eagles, Colts. There was another team, and then they were dogging the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Like some teams, some things don't change, but I think at that point you were, um, and, and I would think most people probably in Philly were like, all right, if they don't make the playoffs, we'll get three top picks, right? Yep. When well, they don't have that anymore. Now all your picks are, I mean, the Colts are clearly a playoff team. The Do- Oh, the dolphins were the other team. That's who it was. And the dolphins have won eight row in a row or seven in a row. Yeah. So they're hot. So the dolphins literally, they, they, uh, they won their first game. Then they lost seven in a row and now they've won seven in a row. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you know, all those draft picks that you thought, remember we were on here saying, Oh my God, are they going to have three top 10 picks? Yeah. Are they going to have any top <laughs> going to have a pick in the teens? Maybe one. <clears throat> right. So now, that creates a completely different like issue, right? Because now with with the draft picks with the draft picks being further back, it makes you f- and, and and they're going to be bunched up kind of, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So it almost it almost lends itself to them trading them. Well, 100%. And remember we were all like, "No, like we can't we got to pick 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 pick." Listen, if you trade two of them, three of them, I mean, three of them, oh man, can you get in the top five if you trade three picks? I think so for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's so funny to me. It's like, it's like a delicate thing to try to figure out what makes sense to do with those picks. And we probably really shouldn't even be talking about that right now, but I don't know. I mean, I would bunch them up and try to move up, I guess, in that sense, just to, unless there's like no one that you really like, you know what I mean? Like someone that really wows you. So you, and I'm you, not sure you're saying, I'm not sure they're going quarterback. So you're saying that you would trade up. I would to get like, to get an elite linebacker or like an elite, you know, lineman either side of the ball. Listen, everyone wants to talk about how good the O line is. That's fine. You still need to replace Jason Kelsey. Every year is a is a is he will he will he not retire? Well, do you think they're gonna move Landon over there? I, I mean, where he's at right now, I don't see why you would. He's playing really good fucking football. Yeah. I just I just I mean, we've know. been spoiled with Kelsey. I know, but but Landon Landon's like position is center, so correct. So like, 
if we're worried about replacing Kelsey, we kind of have that guy. Yeah. But then now you have a hole on the other side, right? So like, if you find something that's mm-hmm. doing, listen, I'm going to say elite and I don't mean it like that. I'm not saying that, that he's an elite lineman, but if you put someone in they're playing elite ball in that sense, like, you know what I mean? Really good football and you don't really call his name. You're not worried about him. Right. I'm not, I'm not against trying to find someone to replace the hole. That's going to be there. You know? Yep. Like if it's not broken, don't fix it kind of thing. I just, don't you think, don't you think uh, that Philly will burn? If you know, let's say they trade two of those first rounders and they trade up to like number six and to what, what are they drafting at six? That's what I'm saying. And they draft like an, uh, like a stud tackle. Nah, they'd be pissed. Right. Right. That's my point. That's what what I'm I'm good. If they trade up, (laughs) if they trade up to six and get a linebacker, the whole fucking city will be, you know, yeah. Yeah. Going crazy. Right. With joy. Right. So it all depends on what they do. No matter what, like whether they keep the picks or whether they trade the picks, the bottom line is going to be, you know, what did they do with them? And man, quantity over quality. That's where they're at right now because they're in the back. They're in the back end of the draft round one for sure. And they have three. I mean, nobody else has three first round picks. Not that I know of. I I mean, I haven't studied the fucking. You're probably right. You could probably package. You could package your two highest picks, probably get into the top seven. And I, when I say top seven, I mean like seven, six, eight. Mm. I know that's outside the seven. So top eight is what I'm trying to say. You could get in that range of six, seven, eight. With two right. first round picks. It, something just came up on my timeline that has me giggling a little bit. What is it? Sims top 40 quarterbacks. Oh my God. I saw this. Go ahead. You got to go. Cause I remember, I remember when this came out, this was, um, this was preseason, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. So we don't really need. Uh, okay. Well here, let's, let's, let's pick it apart. <laughs> <laughs> So I would say the the Sean Watson is number four. So okay, <laughs> interesting decision there. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, you could argue that Ryan Tannehill might be better, but I don't think he's twelve. Um, Baker Mayfield this year particularly is not thirteenth. Um, Matt Ryan at fifteen is interesting pick. Um, Joe Burrow at seventeen, which he probably should be a little higher, but that's fine. He's probably better than you know Hurts. Here we go. 19 is Sam Darnold. 20, Cam Newton. Oh, oh my God. Cam fucking Newton. All right. Oh, what's this? 24, Taysom Hill. 26, Daniel Jones. 27, Zach Wilson. 28 is Trevor Lawrence. Now, may I add, those two players never took a snap in the NFL before this countdown came down. And here's the one that tickles my fancy the most. 29, Andy Dalton. Wow. Andy fucking Dalton. You have 30 Mac Jones, which he's better than that. We know that. Then we go into 32 and 33, Teddy Bridgewater and drew lock. Okay. Oh, Marcus Mariota. 36. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, hold on. Kenny. I don't think you've, you haven't mentioned hurts yet, right? No, 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 no. And <laughs> you're going to be pleasant disappointed when I don't mention him in the top 40. Yeah. 37 Kellen mound. Do you know who Kellen mound is? (laughs) And the only reason, the only reason I know who he is is because this graphic is color coordinated to the teams that they belong to. (laughs) So purple has to be Vikings, right? 
We would assume. Trey Lance at 38, Justin Fields at 39, and Case Keenum at 40. Wow, man. Yeah. So, so honestly, this oh, and this list also had Josh Allen above Aaron Rodgers. So, we'll leave it <laughs> we'll leave it with that. Just fucking terrible, man. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's definitely hard to to do stuff like this preseason. But Kellen Mound? But yeah, hold on. I'm not done. But oh, sorry. he didn't even he didn't even name a starting quarterback that is on our roster. Yeah, no, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. So the Eagles had no quarterback in the top four. Right. Like uh-huh. that's just stupid. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to know anything about football, and you gotta at least name one guy from each team if you're gonna make a top forty. How do you not name at least one guy from every team? First of all. Yeah. Second of all. Well, and then it's that whole Hertz was not like, okay. So you think I, I always think back to, I always think back to Lamar Jackson because Lamar, Lamar Jackson, when he first started in the NFL uh, was awful. Uh, there's no other way to put it. He was, he was like atrocious. And he got thrown into a situation very similarly to what Hertz had. Hertz didn't look atrocious. He wasn't amazing, no. but he didn't look atrocious. So that's what he, no. that's what Hertz did coming into this season. Why, why was he that disrespected? Like, I understand. I was not a guy coming into the preseason like, oh, Hertz is going to light it up. He's going to be my QB one from day one. I can't wait. Like, I wasn't that guy, but I also wasn't. Hertz is the 45th best quarterback in the league. I, I don't even know how you can make that argument, really. I mean, you could you could pick apart this whole, I mean, the things that it's jump bad. out of me right away are just are just non or 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 rookies that are on this list. They Hertz has to be better than the rookies, right? Has to be. And then you have Taysom Hill. What? Yeah. What resume last year? Because he ran a couple of touchdowns and give me a fucking break. Seriously, that Taysom Hill <laughs> thing is so weird to me. The the amount of love and the money they gave him. He's terrible. People love Taysom Hill, dude. <laughs> I don't know. For what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, fucking. All right, how long are we into this thing already? We're already what? How many minutes into this thing? We'll we be worried about twenty-two it. minutes. We haven't even fucking talked about the game. We talked a little bit about it. <clears throat> so the hurts hurts. Um, just I just the only thing that really we have to talk about is the slow starts. I just we they have to do something to improve the way they come out of the gate because that's two that's two weeks in a row, both at home, where you would think they. If they're gonna have energy, it's it's at home, right? I I was telling my uh, I was telling my father in law and my my brother in law I was like I've never seen the link look so sunny in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was fucking sunny down there. Which yeah, I'm not I'm not saying anything other than that. It was just fucking. It was an it was a weird thing for me to notice. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was sunny. My seats were not in the sun, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> But I just they just need to script the first quarter better. And well, and that's and that's what I was gonna say before my my COVID brain was like, talk about the sun. Um, <laughs> people would really like to hear that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is a good time. <laughs> I think this is a um, good time to talk about the sun and the link. <laughs> <laughs> I needed sunglasses to watch the game. Oh, um, my God. Listen. Mm. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. Aren't the first, like, 10, 15, 20 plays supposed to be scripted? I've heard that. I don't know if they still do it. Okay. Mm. I've heard it, though. Because, I mean, maybe they should start doing that. I don't think I don't think I'm against a, not 20 probably sounds aggressive, but whatever you got to have at least 10, 15 plays scripted that way. Like, you know, <laughs> you guys can practice that shit well, and it works. I mean, why, no why were they throwing? Why were they throwing the ball so much in the beginning? Like, I think when I was watching the, uh, the 40, like the condensed game, I think they flashed up a stat. I think it was the first 15 or 16 plays. It was 15 plays, 10 were passed, five were rushed. Yeah. Like that's, what are they, that's not this, that's not this team. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like right there, that's all I need to know. I don't even know. I don't even need to know the score. I don't need to know anything else. If you, if you just told me, yo, they've, they've, the first 15 plays, they ran 10 passes and five runs. I'd be like, oh, fuck. That's what, that's exactly how I would respond. What did that game look like? Yeah, well, exactly. So I, I don't know if that was their plan. They thought that they were going to like exploit the Giants' secondary. I don't. It didn't go that way. Hurts, hurts. Um, the ball, the, Giants. the ball coming out of Hurts' hand was was weird. It was like wobbly in, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, he had a lot of passes knocked down at the line. Uh, that was. There was a lot of that, man. Yeah, like a lot. Almost like they that was like their game plan, like was to like fucking just try I to think, knock the ball I think down. It was. Yeah. And and then he had the interception, which was reversed because it was an interception. And whoever that guy was who intercepted that, um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, it was inter quote unquote intercepted by Parker. Um <laughs> yo, Parker, go fuck yourself, buddy. You piece of shit. <laughs> He intercepts a ball, comes down into the end zone. This was the end zone where I was, where I was, and he's down there pointing at everybody and he's saying, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Yeah, okay, buddy, you didn't even catch the ball, you little piece of shit. Anyway, ooh, a little spice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, he was being a dick, man. Like I get it. You're in Philly. You want to rub. You want to rub the people the wrong way or whatever. You know. Bro, they have nothing. They, the Giants have beaten us once in the last like twelve years. That that is a poverty franchise, and they can't. <laughs> they don't get to do anything. We they're eliminated them. We we officially eliminated them out with that. Yeah, I mean they're they're a fucking clown show, man. I everyone's like, oh, how do you, how can you not hate the Giants? I don't hate the Giants because they mean nothing to me. The last fifteen years, they mean nothing. Wait, someone nothing. someone actually asked someone. Wait, you found someone that hates the Giants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few people. There, there's like. The hardcore rooted, like, you know, your fucking grandfather. You know what I mean? Like the the Meadowlands, the miracle, the first Meadowlands, you know? The fr- the old school miracle? You know what? I would almost <laughs> venture to say that ever since the Deshaun Jackson miracle. Yeah. The Giants have literally meant nothing. Yeah. What was that? 10 years ago? Oh, easily. I was at my brother's and bingo, his dog <laughs> bit my buddy. So it had to be... <laughs> It had to be 08. A marker, a marker in time. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's been a while. <laughs> Bingo went to the farm. You know what I mean? Oh boy. No, really, he went to a farm. <laughs> oh, okay. Silver lining. <laughs> no, really, he went to a farm for real. <laughs>
Uh, but yeah, so you know, let's talk about let's talk about Devonte Smith because dude's balling. Last week you were clamoring. I was worried. I I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, and I I, I yeah. he he does some things that I'm like, man, really. And then like like that one track of that ball late on the Tuesday night game, like he just didn't he didn't see the ball. He didn't track it right. It just didn't feel right. But let me tell you, yes, uh, Sunday that shit was on point. On point. And that catch he made in the end zone was just fucking dumb. You mean the catch that wasn't a catch that was a catch that wasn't a catch that was a catch? Yes, that one. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. But the referee Dude, crew was one job. the referee crew was Get so fucking right. like fucking whacked out on Sunday. So whacked out. Jonathan uh Jonathan Vilma had a better game in case you were wondering. <laughs> He wasn't nearly as bad as he was in the earlier in the season. I saw so uh, um, that catch, the Devonta catch, the 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 deep ball was awesome. Um, that toe, the toe tapper, Which one? Uh, the, the the real deep one down the right side. Okay, um, where Hertz kind of underthrew it, like a, just a tad. Like if he would have, if he would have led him out there, that that's a touchdown. Devonta had to kind of come work inside a little bit and like slow down just a little bit. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like a foot, you know, like not, I mean, a foot that cost you a touchdown at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ultimately you can say that. Yeah. But I'm not like dog and hurts for it. it you know, it is what it is, no. but uh great play by Devonta. And you can't even, you can't even dog the hurts throw to fucking, um, to Watkins. I mean, you can No, because listen, man, when you, when a quarterback puts a ball somewhere, you know, you assume, especially in the NFL, that the ball that that's where they want the ball to be. One hundred percent. Okay, you have to give them that because they're in the fucking NFL. They've earned that. Okay, so if that's where he wanted the ball to be, he put it in a spot where Quez could go to it and beat the beat the safety. He just and that's what happened. Quez outworked. What's that? What does that say about the relationship between Hertz and Watkins? You know what I mean? Trust. That's good news. Yeah, yeah. it's trust, man. And it was nice to, you know, kind of see that Goddard had a piss poor game. Honestly, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I almost feel like he's injured or sick or something. But I mean, what, what can you say? Cause last week he put, he had a, you know, you could almost argue last week. He didn't, he had a great game, but he had two crucial drops. One led to an interception. You think oh, it, I'm sorry. Tuesday. Holy shit. Yeah. So, you know, you could, you could make that argument all you want. I, something, he just got to catch the ball. I mean, if they, if they hit you in the hands, you got to fucking catch it. You just, you have to. So, so what do you think? It's mental. I <laughs> did. I don't even have a good answer for you because it's not like he's playing poorly. I mean, honestly, he's not let look at Tuesday's game. He had over a hundred yards. He had like six or seven catches. He had a touchdown. He plays well. I mean, he kind of didn't, he wasn't needed this game, which is nice because Goddard's the blanket. You know what I mean? And we've talked about this many times. It's either going to be a running back or it's going to be a tight end. That's going to be your blanket. So you're, you're not worried. <sighs> yeah. I mean, am I worried about the drops? Of course I am. That's like, that's some elementary shit that could cost you a playoff win. Right. Yeah, like that's the that's the kind of stuff that I look at, and I I, I know that at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're we're talking about a mediocre team going to the playoffs. Like, okay, so this is the kind of stuff you're going to deal with. Hey, but hey, 
if you get good play out of Hertz, you're they're getting great line play by both sides of the ball. They they can make noise and they're running. I mean, they're running all over the place. Again, if if they make it to the second round of the playoffs and they keep that close, I would almost venture to say like this was an extremely successful season. Oh, no. Oh, no. I would even take it one step back from that. And if I would say that if they if they make the playoffs and even even if they don't win the first game, if they like compete and lose by a field goal or something, you know, like that's a successful year. I I, I yeah. think in my mind. And oh, definitely. And by the by that time, you know, we I think by now, especially let's just say by now, we know <laughs> that Hertz is the guy. At least for this foreseeable future. Right? Mm. 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 Is that spicy? I didn't th- I didn't know that was gonna be spicy. I mean <laughs> All right, here no, you're right. Let me define but let me define the go. foreseeable future next year. Yeah. Okay. 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 So you're you're on board with that? Yeah, I mean, I I told you a couple of weeks ago. I think this is a three to four plan, four, three to four year plan, and if he can figure out how to really clean it up, it's it could be a it could be a decade process with him. But he's gotta gotta limit the turnovers. He's gotta be smart with the ball, throw it a little farther and harder, and get it going, and not get the fucking ball blocked at the line eighteen times a game. Yeah, yeah. So I I think this is, I think at this point. From what I've seen from them and from the way that things are looking, I think that this is Hertz's team next year. Uh, and then beyond that, I, I who knows? I don't know. And that's not to say that they won't draft a quarterback this year to, 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 to have in the wings. Like, you know how they fucking work, man. You do. I know, you, but there's, there's no one to draft. They're I'm not, not saying in the first round. I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. Look at Clayton Thorsten. <laughs> what was that? What was that guy? What was that guy that you mentioned in the top forty that I don't know? Mound? Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah, they'll take yeah, Mound. Yeah, yeah. Mound. Yeah, um, I don't even know where I know nothing about that guy. But you know, the other thing that is, is a little concerning, I guess it, it's probably it's just something that's on my mind after looking at all the stats and everything. One that really stood <laughs> out to me was uh, Jalen Hurts's situation uh, when he's under pressure. Mm. Under pressure, uh, not great. Um, three of nine uh, for fifty-three yards uh, and a okay. five spin zone. Okay, the line's not giving up too many hurries. Yeah, thankfully, mm-hmm. and. I think if you were to start seeing the line. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. Pause. Double spin zone. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Doesn't that mean that really anyone could quarterback the uh, the Eagles? (laughs) I mean, I'm just I'm just devil's advocate. You know, I'm not saying I just said what I said about Hurts. It's not like I'm fucking going back on it already. But, you know, this offensive line is, is playing at a level. And it's not even the starters. <laughs> it's it's not yeah, even the five that started the season. Like th- this is coaching at this point. hundred uh, percent, which we weren't saying, you know, you know, and uh, it's gotta be said that um, 
I don't have it in front of me right now. Who's coaching? I can't. I can't think off the my, top of my COVID brain. Um, who's coaching the offensive line? I'm blank right now. But Sirianni and the offensive line coaching has been stellar this year, and the scheming that they do, the communication. You you can hear it clear as day when you listen to the game. Um, they Stoutland. Who? Jeff Statlin. Statlin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they deserve praise because this offensive line is out of nowhere amazing. And I say out of nowhere because, you know, we all know what happened (laughs) last year. Yeah. It would be interesting to see this team manned by, you know, our good friend Carson Wentz. It would be very This is the kind of team that he needs because he needs a solid line in front of him. He he's not he is not the kind of guy who can just do it on his own. He he can't do it. He's not that good. Um, and I think that's why I think that's why he kind of rubs everyone the wrong way a little bit in this town. Well, first cuz he's fragilely weak. Um but I mean, he, mentally weak, whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. He's weak. He's a pussy as Jason likes to say. <laughs> um yeah. No, but he's a loser. No, he's a like, loser. He's That's it. <laughs> I, listen, he's not lighting up the league. Let's let's get it together here. But what he is doing is he's not turning it over, and he's getting you know, 150, 200 you know yards, and he's playing decent football. But he's got an amazing running back. He's got a great line, and he's got really good fucking wide receivers. I mean, it's a recipe for success over there. Which spin zone? It's what the Eagles got. Well, there's they're on their way to having it. I mean, yeah. You know, really that the offense, like if you just, if you had to pick, all right, let's do this. If you had to pick one guy, like one position that you could add to the offense for next year, what is it? Oh boy. I mean, I'm probably going to get made fun of this, but I need another wide receiver. I'm, I'm 100% in agreement. Now, Rager's looked good the last two weeks. All right, so so now that we, so first of all, let's let's before we go to Rager, the so for me the one if they added one piece to the offense, it would be an, a wide receiver, because the line is they're under contract, they're mm-hmm. de- they're pretty deep, and they're fucking they're fucking solid right now. Oh yeah, and nobody you know. Nobody's having knock on wood. Nobody's having really issues like staying on the field and fuck man. Like let's ride this thing. Why not? Like what? Like you got Dickerson who is a, is a fucking stud, you know, maybe at, maybe I would be okay with them taking another offensive lineman from Alabama, (laughs) Bama, 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 Bama. Um, but yeah, so I would add a, I would add a wide receiver because then if you have another outside threat, then you then you have your pick. If Rager gets his head out of his ass or continues to get his head out of his ass, or you have Watkins, those if if that was your if that was your four, you had Smith, mystery player X from Alabama, uh, Alabama. Rager, and um, Watkins. That's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like they could almost have Justin Jefferson or something. Oh, that guy. Him. Who's that? Yeah, that, um, guy, that guy. It's fucking Hall of Fame. So level speaking right of now. speaking of Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager. Um, yep. 
he he had a little bit of a coming out party on on Sunday. Oh, give it to me, Daddy. <laughs> so, uh, as as was the norm uh, with the past few weeks, as every time Rager steps on the field, uh, the PA announcer has to announce that he's going to be the guy catching the punt, and he gets booed immediately until he finally makes a play, thirty nine yards. To right wit, up the middle. See that? Right up the fucking you catch gut. catch it and you run. To you which, catch it to which the crowd gives him a fucking standing ovation. Thunderous roar. I, we heard it. We were like, holy shit. Yeah. Thunderous standing ovation. And even the players on the sideline were like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like he, It was a hype moment. It was. Do you think it's a maturity thing with him? Yeah, it could be. It could be like he's starting to finally like hang out with the right people on the team and like trying to learn like someone took him under the wing or yeah. You know who that is? Who? Jalen hurts, man. Yeah, I know. I dude, it's hard to like, not like him. Like I I love him as a player, as a person. I fucking love it. Yeah. I just need him to be like five. I need him to be like 5% more accurate. And I would be like in love with this guy. Okay. Since this episode has no rhyme or reason, it's COVID, man. Accuracy, you get this is all this is Madden. You get five extra points here. You know what I mean? You get the five points to add to your players' total. You know? Okay. Yep. Are you going accuracy or deep ball? Oh, oh man. Yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Well, all right. Are are this, is this my team though? Like, are these my wide receivers, or do I have another deep threat? Because no, that's this important. Is this is this is exactly what you have is what you got. I'm still going deep ball. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, deep that, ball, in that, in deep ball, Madden. in like in like the what, how far he can throw it, or deep ball in like that he puts it in a basket from 50 yards away. Uh, how far he can throw it. Oh, I'm going accuracy then. Okay. Yeah. But that's, that's me. I'm like very like, um, safe with, uh, my, even when I play Madden and I get those points, I fucking always put it like in the safe category. The thing about the, the longer ball though, is like, it's going to hit the basket. You know what I mean? Like if he, cause he's missing them and they're already beating the wide or the corner pretty clearly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So we have, we have talked about the offense and their struggles. Um, but we, we have yet to talk about the defense, um, and their success. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> well, at least pro bowl. You could say that. Um, you could, you know, you could. but our pro bowl guy had a little bit of an issue on, on Sunday with that son that you referenced. <laughs> that sucks for him. That really does suck for him because yeah, it, that it absolutely was in was was one hundred percent what happened. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Slay had an interception that I mean it couldn't have come to him any easier. Uh, and the ball that's looked, like you and your dad playing, you know, catching the yard easy. Yeah, and the ball came to him, and uh, you could tell it like went right through the sun. And he had it in his hands and like bobbled, bobble, bobble, bobble. And then it fell down and everybody in the crowd was like, what the fuck? Oh my God, no. 
And he so was he was, was like, doing the same thing. Like during the, that was during like the will he, won't he, <laughs> not him. Like I'm talking about the Eagles. Yeah. Like are they going to get fucking, you know, are they going to lose this game? Yeah, yeah. Well, I text. The, yeah. It, it, when, it, listen, when he dropped that, it's like, ah, oh, fuck. And you could tell by the way he reacted um, that it definitely, he's not, I don't think he's acting. Like, I, I think it went through the, I think it went through the sun. I think he just fucking, you know, lost it. Lost in the sauce. And it happens to the all pro, pro bowl cornerback. It just, it happens. Yeah. See, when you, when you're an all pro and you already <laughs> have a few for touchdowns, you know, and you're already having a, a pro bowl season. Uh, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> and you're like, fuck this. I don't want this fucking football. You asshole. Fucking spike it in the ground. I'll tell you what, if you can have, <sighs> is there a death happening? I, the dogs are just out of fucking control today. If you can have, <laughs> hold on. Okay. Get out. <laughs> if uh. you can have, um, What's the word I'm looking for here? I've lost all train of thought. COVID, the dogs are out of control. I don't know. We're talking about Slay. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you have a wide receiver who you you would argue elite's not the right word, but he's very good. Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he was even on the field. Right. Taken, taken completely out of the game. Completely. I mean, he didn't catch a ball until I believe the third. Well, I mean, Slayton was the same. Hold on. Hold run this real quick. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Kenny's having a dog fight in his living room. Uh, this sponsored by Milkbone. Uh, so, yeah. So really what we're talking about before the podcast started, we really started talking about the fact that um, the Giants wide receivers. Now, listen, we, I know that they had. Uh, from who looked like, I mean, uh, a statue on a, on an ice rink trying to, trying to throw a football. It was really horrible. Uh, and then Glennon, uh, who doesn't look much better trying to throw the, trying to throw them the football. Um, but you, you have guys on this team that, that are, that can make plays, you know, Kenny Galladay, he can make plays. Is he an elite wide receiver? No, but he can make some plays. You know, you got Evan Engram. Like he's out there. Like he had, he had five targets, four catches, five targets. Like, you know, that's incredible. Darius Slayton, another guy like he, he is a, he can make plays. Is he amazing? No, but he had one catch for, for for seven yards. Like they, they shot these guys down and these, these like are not slouch guys. Like, and, and it's not about, it doesn't just come down to the quarterback because the targets weren't even there. So these guys were getting locked when, down, man. That's, that's the bottom when line. Tooney's leading your team. Yeah. Like I, they couldn't run the ball. They're, they're, they're a hot train. They're a fucking hot mess. It's hard to talk about this game <laughs> from the defensive side of the ball because they just are so I was watching, I got in early, a little bit early and I saw like the, you know, like the pregame where like they're like the quarterbacks are like doing the drills and shit. I, have you ever seen a quarterback throw an incomplete pass on a drill? <laughs> no, that's, Cause that's it happened with Jake Fromm. <laughs> it fucking happened. Yeah. They yeah, were practicing like little, like the 10, 10 yard outs. 
and he fucking sailed one over a guy's head. Uh, you know, it's yeah, just that should have been like the cue to pack the shit and go back to fucking New Jersey. So to to Kenny's point, you know, the Giants have some players uh, on that on that sideline, and they just, you know, the Eagles locked it down. So I guess I kind of go back to my thing where I told where I said that you know this team is solid right now. They just are, and I can't believe that I'm saying it. They're solid. They're eight and seven. I mean, they, what was that stat, Kenny, that I told you uh, what the uh, NFC victories they have um, over the last eight games? What was it? I Um, don't remember. I know. I remember it. Um, So the Eagles are tied with Green Bay and San Francisco for the most Mm -hmm. wins in the NFC since week eight. Yeah. Like that's just, that's fucking insane. I mean, they're, I gotta stop saying that. I'm sorry. They're catching, they're catching fire at the right time. There's no reason that they can't make some kind of noise. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty confident. Like they're not going to the NFC championship game, but they could easily go into week two of the playoffs. Yeah. Easily. Yep. I think so too. So I ain't going to be mad about it. So uh, this weekend they have uh, probably, I mean, every, every week is going to be their most important game now, uh, you know, going forward. That's just kind of how it works at the end of the season. Uh, this I mean, weekend, they're in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if they win this weekend, they're in the playoffs pretty much guaranteed. Well, I'm saying like every game. Oh yeah. It's like being in the playoffs. The yeah. 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 So this weekend they go down to DC. They go to FedEx field. Is that still what it's called? I don't know. I think it is. That's racist. Oh, okay. Um, uh, delivery it's, man it's the stadium where the packages get delivered delivery man stadium. <laughs> um, and they play the, I, I see God, Kenny, I see zero shot how they lose that game. So I was just going to bring this up. They are only four point favorites. And yeah, when I sir, when I saw that for the first time, I sent a message to our text thread and I was like, Oh fuck. That is low. That is a low line. I don't like it. Kenny responds. No fucking way. No fucking way. There's just no, no fucking way, way they lose. All right. Well, no way. Kenny, I, I've been trying ever since I sent that text. I've been trying to convince myself that you are right. So I know I'm right. I hope, I hope you're right. I hope Vegas is wrong. I mean, four point spread tells me that Vegas thinks uh, that there could be some sharks in the water. Fuck the sharks. Fuck them. Listen, they signed Kirion Johnson, right? Yep. I would venture to bet he gets anywhere from 30 to 45 yards. Okay. If he gets that, there's no, no, nothing in my mind that doesn't believe they win that game handedly. They're not going to not run the ball, right? I mean, Nick Nick did, in, like we talked about, there's first 15 plays, there was 10 passes. He's not going to do that again. He's just not. He's going to have it figured out. He's going to have these guys ready. It's in D.C. I fucking, I think the Washingtons are a bigger rivalry than the Giants. And I just don't see, I just don't, dude, there's no way, there's nothing out there that would convince me otherwise. So we haven't really, we didn't really talk about the carry on Johnson situation. So 
Um, what are your thoughts? Do you have any? I mean, he was on the team last year. He ran pretty decently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't hate him. I mean, I'd rather have Sanders, right? Of course. I'd rather have Jordan Howard. Yeah. But you know, Boston Scott can shine for one fucking game and you know, Gainwell can come in and he's done it. He's, you know, backed up nicely when he, he's needed. And I don't know. We're going to find out if they go three headed monster. I, I like using that three headed monster, which yeah. is not a monster, but you yeah. know, if they go that route, I don't see how he, how Kirion Johnson doesn't get 30 to 45 yards. And I don't see like Hertz only ran. He had two runs for seven yards. That's not happening next week. He'll run much more. So that's going to, you know, that's going to divvy that out. So instead of 30 runs for the, you know, the whole game, you'll probably be closer to the forties. Right. Which would, which would put him closer to his average. Well, at least what he, what is, what his average was, I guess. That's um, 30. That would be like 40 ish attempts. And you would probably be around your 170 mark for rushing yards. Yeah. So you're looking at carry on to probably, probably would have like maybe 10 touches at the most. Yeah. So, so this game's really going to come down to, you know, I, I think the Giants, the Giants have defended Hurts the best, you know, this year. They spy. Which is so funny to say, right? I know, I know, but they have a good scheme against him. They definitely are spying him, and uh, they're definitely keeping him contained because the way that they send the defensive linemen, they send them wide and 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 deep. So, like, they're kind of forcing him to step up in the pocket. And then either try to run up the middle, which is hard because there's a guy spying you right there. Um, or you got to slide outside and then try to run, which is hard to do, even if you're super athletic like Hertz. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Redskins uh, respond. It's also going to be interesting to see if they even give a shit because the Redskins are fucked. So Yeah, but they but they like Ron Rivera. Excuse me. <clears throat> they River like Bill Ron Ron. Rivera. Yeah, they like him. And I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. He's a good coach. Yeah, yeah, he's a like he, he's that. De- it definitely seems like a player's coach. Um, I mean, it's not like the Giants situation where Barkley won't even come out for a fucking post game interview. I saw that Barkley. Yeah, so, Barkley, Barkley's got to be done with that shit. You blame I'll, him? No, my God, no, no. So, game Sunday, uh, FedEx Field. Uh, Eagles favored by four and we didn't talk about my most impressive stat from the week. Okay. Give it to me or from the season. The defense is tied with the Cowboys for the most defensive touchdowns at five, which we haven't said that in fucking 10 years. (laughs) That's actually an incredible stat that fucking blows my mind. Um, wow. And your boy, Alex Singleton has one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's your Just boy. Saying. Oh, we also didn't talk about the thick touchdown. Who? Thick. Thick. Yeah. Lane. Who? Lane. Oh, oh. the big boy. Yeah, big boy Tuddy. The the brisket. 65 is reporting as eligible. 65 is reporting as eligible. I didn't even hear that. I don't even think they made that announcement. They did. I heard it in the stadium. And then I, I saw on Twitter, they had like the Merrill Reese highlights 
And Merrill's mm-hmm. like, I hope they go to, I hope that I really would be nice to see Lane Johnson catch a touchdown here. That would really be nice, Mike. And then, honestly, that's pretty good Merrill Reese. <laughs> that's pretty good Merrill Reese there, buddy. <laughs> and uh, he is 98, so you could have a future. Yeah, maybe I could just impersonate him and then just step right in there with uh, with Mike Quick. Hey, hey, John Madden died today, so. Uh, I know. <laughs> boom, boom. So you put the turkey inside the duck and the duck inside the turkey and then you got to do that. Yeah, rip, rip uh, John Madden. Dude was a legend and yeah. also one of my favorite all-time commentators probably because, you know, that's like childhood status. Like that was like my wheelhouse. And uh, Dude, he made he made football so dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like right. just watching yes. it. Yes, yes. It, it made you, if you didn't know anything, you could really understand football. He'd be like, boom. That's three points because it went through the yellow thing. <laughs> there was a field goal post. Boom. <laughs> Watch him hit this hole. But. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Now, he was awesome, legendary. And Summerall, him and Summerall together, just it's one of the best pairings of all time. And uh, yeah, sucky to hear that he he passed away. It sucks. Um, but anyway. It was a good run. I was trying to transition out of this and we started talking about death and Merrill and uh, <laughs> COVID. Um, what's your, uh, I'm not done yet. What's your percent on winning? <laughs> what's your percent on? Honestly, uh, I think they made the playoffs. I think it's a hundred percent guarantee. They made the playoffs. Wow. You're on a hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, I'll even up the ante. <laughs> I think they clinch next week or this week. Oh my God. I think there's other three things are going to go their way and they're going to clinch. I didn't know you were going to, I didn't know you were going to say this to me. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm not even done yet. This is part one of three. Oh, all right. Keep going. No, no, no. I need your answer. Okay. So what is my percentage that the Eagles will make the playoffs? Is that what you're asking me? Uh Uh-huh. Mm, um, all right. I will say my percentage is 80. Okay. 80%, which, right. which is higher still than, um, you know, like projections online. They say if they obviously if they win these next two, it's like ninety six percent chance. If they lose one, it goes down to I think abysmal fifty three. Right, that's correct. Yeah, so I don't think I don't even think the Cowboys game is going to matter. I hope you're right. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then my next question is: I give them, <laughs> I give them a forty percent chance of winning that first playoff game if they get in. Okay, so I'm at I'm, what did I say? Eighty percent to make it. Yep. Uh, which I, I feel like maybe maybe sliding them a little bit because I also do think that they lock it up. I almost think that if they don't lock it up this weekend, that some bullshit's going to happen and then they won't get in. So I, I could I could agree with that. Yeah. So I I I hope that they win this weekend and I hope they lock it up this weekend. That being said, if they do make it, I would give them a, an even higher percentage chance of winning that first game because okay. just of just momentum. To be honest. Um, if it's against the Cowboys, that goes up, you know, I'm thinking it's like 60%. 
Yeah. Because they got revenge factor. They are a completely different team than they were when they got manhandled in the earlier in the season. Um, yeah, that doesn't count. And you know, they're going to be, they're going to be looking to, to get back on, on, on the Cowboys. So that would be a fucking great game. I think if you Dak is a little scary, but <clears throat> if they need, excuse me, <clears throat> if they need to beat the Cowboys to get into the playoffs and then get the Cowboys, I don't even, I wouldn't want to be a Cowboy fan. Uh, no, I don't want to be a Cowboy fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that I think it would be too much momentum and too much hype surrounding the situation. And then it would be like, well, Dak only played three snaps. It doesn't fucking count. It counts for the Eagles though, because they're getting that, you know, that experience, what they need. Yeah. hundred percent. And I know that, you know, Dak is on a comeback tour right now and, you know, he'll probably be comeback player of the year because of the way he went out last year, uh, which he was, should be, which was brutal, completely awful. Uh, I like Dak actually. I, I hate that he played for the Cowboys. Um, but you know, that's a different story. Yeah. I, I think that they, I think they have a good chance to beat the Cowboys in the first round. If that's the matchup, I really do really do. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. Honestly, I, I wouldn't want to, and I don't know how much of this is like a home or, you know, situation for me, but I just wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be a Cowboys fan feeling comfortable going into the playoff game. If the Eagles need to win that game to get into the playoffs. Yeah. hundred percent. Now, if they don't need to, like if they lock it up this week and then the Cowboys game doesn't matter and then they have the Cowboys again, I'm not, I'm not so comfortable. You know what I mean? I'm not as hot to trot with that. But back to back cowboy weeks. So you I think like so you think if they don't have to play hard in week eighteen that that actually hurts the Eagles? I think so. Okay, because they kind of take their foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah, and just like, and again, we talked about this earlier today. What? Who do you sit? Who do you bench? Who who doesn't play? You you got to play hurts. You know, I, I don't know. You know, you kind of made that mistake of, well, is he going to bench everyone? If he benches everyone, that scares the shit out of me. Is a half enough? Because we've seen Hurts have very piss poor quarters, piss poor halves, and even piss poor games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think any minute of every game matters for Hurts' development and for the Eagles' success into the playoffs, in my opinion. And you might be right, and you, and he might leave him in the whole game. You know, and I, I wouldn't be they mad. Need, yeah, whether they need it or not. I mean knock on as much wood as you can find. Like he doesn't seem to be an, an injury prone kind of guy right now. Uh, yeah, he's, that, that young. he's still young. Weird. He's still young. Um, so yeah, exactly. I bet, you, I bet you if the Eagles weren't playing the jets that week that he would have played. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Like if it was like a real meaningful, impactful divisional game, he would have played. I think you're right. Yeah, for sure. And and obviously they know what they have in Minshew. You heard what Minshew did, right? As far as what goes. He went into the, after the Jets game and told, told coach, he was like, I'm the starter. What do I have to do to be the starter? He did that. Yeah. And Nick was I, like, nah, we're committed to Jalen. I did not hear this. Yeah. So yeah, he went in, he demanded that he was going to, he needed to be the starter of the team. <laughs> And I mean, you could, you could dissect that however you want. Like you can be pissed off about it or you can, I mean, I kind of like the passion and the fire in them. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't hate it, 
Yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. And it's not like, dude, it's not like we're talking about like a uh, young Peyton Manning sitting behind Hertz. We're talking about another Hertz kind of guy. And that was like the whole thing. I was like, I was arguing with my brother-in-law about this. Um, he was like, oh, we should trade for, you know, we should, we should go get Baker Mayfield. And I'm like, I'm not sure he's that much better right now than mm-hmm. Hertz is. And, you know, I mean, from what I saw in that Packers game, that looks like a bad fucking quarterback. They almost won it, but I'm not trading hurts for Baker Mayfield straight up. I'm not doing it. No, I wouldn't do that either. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I know it's hypothetical. It's never going to fucking happen, but you know, my whole point is, is that yeah. like, and I'll be the first one to look in the mirror and be like, I kind of, and again, it, this whole podcast, if you, if you've listened so far, I hope you would understand what this podcast is, right? It's not. We're breaking down film. We're, we're fucking, we got a clicker. We got yellow fucking marker and we're fucking, you know, this is like week to week emotion based off of what we feel as two individual people with Corona. That's how we do this. So yeah. week after week, it's not going to be the same shit. And you know, a piss poor performance is going to get the reaction it gets from this podcast. You know what I mean? And well, I'll be the first to look in the mirror and be like, I was fucking wrong on a lot of facets this year, but I also was right about a lot of things. So it's, it evens itself out. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, just like the NFL is a week to week league, like teams come in week, week to week and they'll look amazing. The next week they'll look like complete dog shit. That's just the way it is. And we, we wanted to, you know, fuck it. We want to react and we want to talk about what we see, what we think. And that's, yeah, exactly. Kenny, that's exactly kind of like the thought process. Behind. And the and this is and this is mostly for like Gene and Caputo like and could you imagine how hey what's like up Gene even and Caputo <laughs> how how much more sh- like how crazy this podcast would be if we jumped on emotionally right after the thing these feelings are like three or four days after the game or much. two or three days whatever the fucking day is I'm so my brain's so broken they but, are much more tempered than they would be oh my god dude you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should read our group chat if you really want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the shit that we're trying to avoid. Like, we want our opinion, but we also want you to know, you know, we're not all just fucking crazy. You know well, what I mean? We that, think on that and we get to, like, watch the game again and yep. just, just like, just remember shit. Because, like, when you watch a game, especially if you watch a game with other people, yeah, you, don't, you don't remember. You don't remember the game. Like, you might remember, like, you know, like the big fucking plays, like... But you, you don't remember all the shit that happened. You don't remember, you know, fucking Lane Johnson fucking steamrolling a guy on third and three on in, in the fourth quarter. Like, you don't remember that kind of shit. And, like, 100%. that's why I like to look back and watch the game again because you you kind of key in on other things that you don't necessarily remember when you watch it just once. So uh, Sunday was uh, Sunday was Chrissy's birthday. So we're at, you know, we're, we're doing a little family thing, watching the game. Rowing up house. And, like... But the only the only thought I was thinking was, was like, does my father in law think I've eaten too many mozzarella sticks? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? So like, there's no right, such thing as too many mozzarella sticks. Yeah, they're delicious, but you you're you're a hundred percent right. Like, it's hard to it's it's hard to like watch it with a bunch of people and then try to remember what's going on. I I watch I don't watch the whole 45 minutes, but I get a good I have like a little condensed 15 minute version I watch. Yeah. But that gets me back together, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I like the 45 minute one because it shows literally every play. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's nice to it's nice to just have the opportunity to do that and then use that and look at the look at the stats and look behind the scenes of the of the numbers and all that bullshit, so that we can actually not not make mistakes and sound like complete morons because we don't edit this podcast. We 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 fucking come on here, we talk about what we want to talk. We, we beforehand we make notes and we come on here and our notes our notes have not been very good the last four or five weeks. And we and we come on here and we we talk about the game and we talk about how it made us feel and that's like literally what this is is about so far, you know we're only what what is a sixteen episodes, we're only sixteen episodes in, um you know our, our luckily for us people are fucking listening and you know our our audience is starting to expand a little bit, um we're on more platforms now which is cool, um so. It's it's cool, man. I, I I like it. I like it. And and listen, any feedback, positive or negative, is is good because we want to we want to hear it. We want to know how people feel. So I mean, any of Kenny's buddies out there, like that, fucking hate us and hate the things I say and hate when I say that Jordan Howard is a nobody and that Miles Sanders needs to start and you know whatever. Like I love it. Keep giving Kenny shit because I love it. It's great. I, I don't necessarily love it. I love it. So this <laughs> this weekend, big important game. We'll see how they do. Let's move Cock on. lock. Eagles win. Cock lock. You've, you've heard it here. Cock lock from Rona Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I'm wrong, I'm just going to come on and blame Rona. So I'm in a win-win. Just going to say you don't remember making that pick. Yeah. <laughs> so since, since Kenny and I legit have Rona, uh, you know, we're not going to like dive deep into the other sports, uh, because there's not really much to talk about the flyers, um, haven't played. So, uh, really nothing to talk about there. Well, I'll tell you, don't look for them to turn it around next. Well, they're four Oh and one Kenny. So I know. Uh, and then they do have the Kraken, which they should win because it's an easy Kraken's bad. Yeah, I think they play Kraken tomorrow, right? Yeah, the 27th is the resume date, yeah, which was today, and it got pushed. Oh, it's two days ago. Mm. Um, and then I, I don't know, man. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, people are sick of me talking about the Sixers, but like, how do you <laughs> lose to the Atlanta Hawks, who have no one? That was that was one of the all time worst losses uh, for this Ever. team for this team because not not only did the not only did the Hawks have nobody the Sixers which also by the way they won by five tonight um, which is atrocious Good. because the line was six um, <laughs> they lost they uh, they lost to a Hawks team that had no one and that they were favored to beat by eleven. Yeah, that's that's not good. Like that's a bad look. That's a bad look. I mean, I know I'm looking at it from a gambling perspective, but uh, come on, let's go. That's brutal. Um, they're they're just gonna be through the mud and and the swamp until they can figure it the fuck out. And honestly, and we've said this, and I, I and anyone that will tell you differently is just a fucking moron. They need Ben Simmons. Now, it doesn't mean he's not a pussy. It doesn't mean that he's not, you know, whatever you want to say about Ben Simmons because he is a fucking pussy. They still need him. 100%. It is what it is. They need him, and that's what has to happen here. 
Yeah, well, it's you're you're hundred percent on point with that. <laughs> I mean, the the other the other thing is too that um, that um, my buddy Gordy brought up to me about the Sixers. What well, is that? You know, I noticed that they had trouble like calling plays out of out of timeouts and mm-hmm. um, all this type of stuff. Well, they're missing like their X and O's guy, um, one of Doc's assistants. Uh, David Yorger has been out on uh, because he's getting chemotherapy. Mm. This ha- this happened a few weeks ago, and I haven't heard anybody talk about this on the radio or anywhere else. Should. This dude is you hear the, that that's an exclusive this, to the Philly Sports and Pain podcast. Yeah, listen, ups to my to my buddy Gordy because dude is a Sixers and a basketball head, and um, he told me he was like, dude, they're missing David Yorger. And I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard anybody say this. They're mm-hmm. missing. They're missing their X's and O's assistant, and yeah, they're struggling to to draw up plays and be creative." And I was like, "Damn, dude, that's like that's some that's some knowledge right there." Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's that's something that they're clearly missing, and um, hopefully, hopefully they can get it righted because this team can't finish. They can't come out of a timeout right when with it's like one possession. You know they can't always rely on a twenty foot, you know, Embiid fadeaway. Like that's not that's not high percentage. So you know they got to do something to turn it around, man. And once once the Eagles, you know, kind of disappear a little bit, I'll uh, you know I'll probably be more focused then. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, it's hard to be completely locked into all three sports at the same time. Um, as much as we are on the Eagles, you know, but yeah. also um, football is just different. Uh, the play there's play. First of all, there's plays like in basketball, they run plays, but it's not the same thing. We're not going to say, yeah. man, did you see, uh, with, in, you know, with two minutes left in the second quarter when Embiid ran that pick and roll, like, we're not going to like, nobody talks about that. It's not, that's not how you talk about basketball, you know? Yeah. Nah. Um, but anyway, um, we're going to talk about college football real fast because um, there are some important games coming up as long as they don't get fucking canceled by Rona, um, <laughs> which one again got canceled. Uh, so last Friday, Joe McCann's heart was broken uh, <laughs> when they canceled the holiday bowl. I think that's what it was called. That was um, the that was the greatest text message I've ever received when he was like, "So what are we supposed to do? Hang out with our family now?" <laughs> I, know. I know. I said that can't, the that the text that that the bowl was canceled and Joe was like, "Oh fuck, what are we supposed to do? Hang out with our family? There's no, there's literally no sports on." Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Yes, that that is what we have to do. It is time to hang out with family, Joe. Uh, so another bowl was canceled. It was the UCLA uh, NC State. Game so uh, Ch- Chipper did not get to play his bowl game this year. Good fuck him. Um, so what we want to talk about is on Friday night there are a couple big games. Um, the college well, football. Why is that game at three thirty? I can't figure that out. Because it's New Year's Eve. Does that don't make sense? Care. Well, they don't want they don't yeah, want to no, game I understand it. Like they don't want to do like five and nine. Like, what would you do? What, what would you do instead? True. You know, so three thirty, Cincinnati and Alabama. We are going to give you picks on uh, both playoff games. 
we'll give spread picks. We're not going to do money line because that's just dumb. Um, unless someone thinks that there's an outright situation. Uh, so in the first game at three thirty, Cincinnati, Alabama, Alabama is favored by 13 and a half points at the moment. That line has floated between. I've seen it as high. I saw it as high as 15 at one point. It is now at 13 and a half seems to be settled there. So Kenny uh, against the spread Cincinnati, Alabama. Who do you like? Uh, it's got to be. I mean, I still think Cincinnati's frauds, but in a national championship, you know, implications and all that stuff. I think Cincinnati covers that. All right. You like Cincinnati to cover 13 and a half. I, I, do. I don't. I okay. like, I like Alabama to cover 13 and a half. I bet Cincinnati at 14 and a half already. So that's where I'm at. I like Cincinnati above two touchdowns. So if you have a book that like lets you buy a little bit on, on a, on a, I mean, 17 and a half is probably safer. Uh, but you know, if you can get 14, 14 and a half, I think Cincinnati can manage to lose by two touchdowns to Bama. Cincinnati really wants to play here. And Cincinnati's a good team. They're better than they've been. And I really think they're going to hang with Bama. I could be totally wrong because Bama is capable of beating anyone by 40. Mm-hmm. So totally possible. But I am going with Bama here because of the line. So 13 and a half, I'll do Bama. 14 and a half, I would be on Cincinnati. That's where I'm at. And the second game at 730, Georgia, Michigan. Uh, Georgia is favored by seven and a half, seven and a half. So Kenny, where are you going? Michigan. I too am taking Michigan with the points. And I too, like Kenny, I actually think that Michigan has a chance to beat Georgia. Mm. I wasn't thinking that a couple of weeks ago, but I don't know. There's, I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate Michigan so much. I know. So do I. <laughs> I just, I think Harbaugh will have him ready to go. I really do. Uh, yeah, so I mean, do he's I. He's won a Super Bowl. No, he lost that Super Bowl, right? Yeah. But he's gotten them there. It's different. <laughs> but, um, like, we were talking about this on the side. Like, you know, Georgia was probably really pissed off that they lost to Bama the way that they did. But that was a long fucking time ago. Yeah. And and these guys have to go weeks with without, you know, without any of that type of motivation. They have to motivate themselves. And not to say that Georgia won't be motivated. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that Michigan is is a good solid team and they have they have a legit chance to beat Georgia. And I will say I'll say this now. If if they beat Georgia, Michigan's going to win the national title. So you think this is their national title? Yeah. So if they win this game, I think they're going to beat Alabama. I don't hate it. Anything's possible, man. Um, so yeah, we're both, both Kenny and I are on Michigan plus seven and a half. I like the hook. That's nice to get the hook on that. So um, you heard it here. Bet your house. On, on those plays. No, don't do. Don't ever bet your house on anything. Units, 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 units. Always. So, 
without further ado, Kenny, let's let's wrap this thing up and go over to the gambling picks. Uh, Kenny has been on a late late charge on his picks, turning out another two in one week. Good mm-hmm. for you, Kenny. I was uh, one and two. It's the first time it. it sucked. It's the first time I've had a, lo- a losing week in a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, hey, I'll take the licks. It's okay. Um, I what? Where was my picks? Um, looks like I won my teaser, which was um, Chargers and and Green Bay. Uh, I I won the Eagle. Wait, where, where the fuck am I? I have Rona Brain right now. Rona. Dude, it's a thing, I think. No shit. Yeah, I really do think it is a thing. Okay, I found it. I lost the Patriots. I had the Patriots uh, minus two and a half. Turns out that was a horrendous pick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hit my teaser, which was Colts plus eight, Green Bay minus a half. Uh, And I lost the Steelers, which was also a fucking horrendous pick. Horrible, horrible play. Um yeah, you can't bet. I, I, the Steelers are such, so fucking bad, man. Yeah, and the Chiefs are the Chiefs are not bad. The Chiefs are, you they're know, back. It, they're in their <laughs> they're in their stride right now. So the Chiefs are are something to not to fuck with right now. Even though, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So Kenny's picks. Um, Kenny lost Green Bay. He had Green Bay minus seven and a half. Green Bay failed to cover. A really a horrible, horrible loss because they were winning backdoor cover. Yeah, it was it was bad, um, and you could see it coming from a mile away. Yep. Um, so Green Bay minus seven and a half was a loss. Colts plus one was a win, and they won outright. And Jets minus two also a win. Uh, Joe was our guest picker last week. Joe had the Cardinals. That was a loss. Uh, he had the Raiders. That was a win. And he had Hawaii plus eight and a half. And they did not play. So that's, that's a, a loss. <laughs> so that's a whatever. So it didn't happen. So I think Joe and I still have some beef. About what? <clears throat> about him trying to cancel the bet when I'm drunk. So Kenny, so Kenny got a text. Joe sent a text. To Kenny in the text thread, uh, late night. What what night was that? That was Saturday. Yeah, that was right before kickoff. Okay, yeah, it was like we're like right during it or something. And and Kenny Kenny thought that Joe was talking about like literally betting on the game because Kenny had lost a Packers bet right before this. So Joe said, "Are the line moved? Are we still are we still betting? Or sorry, are you still betting?" I can't remember the wording. It was, it was, um, drunk. Kenny took it to be, well, no, I'm not going to bet that on, on the sports book. I'm not betting any fucking more money on the, on, on football today. Joe took that as, oh, well, our bets off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So I, you guys got to, you got to settle that, you know, he paid me. Yeah, Joe's a stand-up guy. Of course, he paid you. I know. And then he's like, "He's like, well, you didn't pay me for four weeks." And uh, <laughs> so I made the Venmo request. Oh man! So this week's picks. This week's picks. Um, Kenny is going is riding some chalk here. All chalk in the NFL. 
Kenny likes the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> on the road, given 13 to the Jets. <laughs> Kenny doesn't care. Tampa Bay minus 13. <clears throat> he likes the Eagles. Cocklock in Washington, given three and a half. I love it. And he likes the Rams. Uh, also on the road, I think, right? Yeah. Rams yep. also on the road in Baltimore, given four. I can Rams. easily be one and two next week, and I'm okay with it. So you're taking three road favorites. Interesting. I like it. I don't like I'm it. I'm going but, spice. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll I let you I think I'm above it. 500 now, right? Uh, let me see. I can tell you right now. You are 20 and 20. You are at 500. Oh, that mama hot. Yeah, we're coming in for a landing. Uh, I have another teaser to Kenny's dismay. Uh, I'm playing Buffalo minus seven and a half with the Packers again, plus 0.5. As long as the books are going to put the Packers right around a touchdown and I know that, that the Packers need to win to get a bye week, I'm going to fucking put them in a teaser or, yeah, three, or, or three. Um, so Buffalo minus seven with the Packers plus 0.5. Next play is the Browns minus three. The Browns, <laughs> the Browns are at Pittsburgh who are horrible. I'm so fucking sick of the Browns. I know. And they, and they snake bite me every single week. So yeah. And they fucked me last week. They'll probably win by two. Um, <clears throat> In Pittsburgh, I have the Browns minus three. Yeah, and my last pick of the weekend is the Bengals at home against the Chiefs, catching five and a half. Stop betting against the Chiefs. Oh, I no, this is a good spot. I this haven't been doing spot. it. Yeah, I haven't been doing it like a lot. I was in the beginning, uh, but I did bet on them. I did do it last week with the Steelers. So. You're not also wrong. the Bears minus six. You could almost put in as like uh, I fucking think that's the win. Nick Foles starting again? Is he? Yeah, I think so. Are you trying to convince me to to take the Bears? <clears throat> I don't know. We can talk about that. You know, uh, I'm sticking with the Bengals. I I really think the Bengals have a shot to uh, to win this game outright. They they need uh they need a victory and they're in a they're in a they're in a division hunt right now. And um I think there's no better shot than at home against a team that seemingly can't lose. So yeah. um I like the spot here for for the Bengals. So those are my picks. Also, um again, we also have the uh the college picks. Uh, Kenny was Cincinnati plus 13 and a half Michigan plus seven and a half. And I have Bama minus 13 and a half Michigan plus seven and a half sprinkle that Michigan money line because I really think that like Michigan it. has a shot to shock the world. So, wow. I never thought that we'd have to do a Rona podcast and it's really hilarious that we both have fucking Rona at the same time because I haven't even seen you in person now. Don't, so, don't lie. We were making out at Christmas. Uh, the I know. I, I didn't want anybody to know about that. <laughs> so, nah, I you think, know, honestly, hey. man, I think, I think if you haven't gotten Rona, be prepared because you're going to get the bad boy. Yeah. So, you know, we're both vaccinated. Uh, you know, it came, it came quick. 
Um, I think I got it sooner than Kenny, so I, I'm kind of coming. I'm more coming out of it right now. I, f- I feel like, um, and Kenny's kind of into throws of it right now. So kudos, Kenny, for making it through the fucking podcast. You know, with with uh, not much breath <coughs> available. <laughs> that was for you, Caputo. <laughs> but um, so yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Um, we managed Kenny's. We managed to keep it under an hour and a half, which I know is your is your wheelhouse. That's my tickle. That's my tickle thing. Right. So yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Please share the podcast. We are um, available now on even more platforms, so people can people can check it out. You can. They have no excuse to not to not check us out. We are now on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. We're on Amazon Music, and we are also on Stitcher. So anywhere that podcasts can be had, we are pretty much there. So thanks for listening. Thanks for growing this thing. And um, hey, let's get a fucking another dub this weekend, man. Birds dub. Maybe maybe lack of a playoff spot before the next podcast. We could be talking about legit playoffs. Oh, man. I hope. It it can happen. It can happen. I fucking hope. All right. Listen. I know know Chrissy is excited for them to not make the playoffs. (laughs) Is she ready for football to be over? Yeah, our whole life is just God, where are we gonna sit? Yeah. Well Yeah. I'm, I'm a simple man. All right, though. Fuck Corona. Yep, it's bullshit. And let's go, birds. Super Bowl. Alright, guys. Peace out. See ya. Peace.